I did good. I did it right. <laughs> it I did it. This is another episode of Captain Lou podcast. I'm Captain Lou. Got Are we Luke. starting completely over? We're starting completely right, over. We're, we're let's do it. This is a this is a take two. None of you knew that. You you guys don't know how many takes it took. You don't know how how dif- struggle how difficult it is to put "Do Not Disturb" on on a device with a touch screen. Dude, you remember? okay it's boomer fine. it's just okay it's boomer. fine dude so um we were talking <gasps> about I, and that's funny because i i'm really glad we restarted because i had just described hawk and hawk versus wolf as a mamby pamby yeah i definitely don't want I, that's do that. you don't want that on the air <laughs> um you don't um tr- listening to jason jason ellis try to be sweet try, <laughs> <laughs> don't lie jason <laughs> just like um it, you know what it's um one thing I love about having a podcast with 30 listeners mm-hmm. is uh, it doesn't matter. Well, dude, the last one had 50. That's like more than we've ever had on the freaking Spotify. I, th- I, th- I thought we'd broken 70. We have, but that's YouTube and Spotify together. This one was just no, 50 back, on Spotify. Back when we were on Podbean. No, dude. No. I don't think we ever hit 50 just on Podbean. Is that 50 on one episode? It's 50 on one episode through one platform. Oh, wow. That's... Sounds like it's getting pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, we better, better tighten I better, up. I better bring some of those. Uh, hey, look, we're changing here at the Captain Luke oh, podcast. Yeah. Luke is, uh, Luke's going to take a step back. Yes. Um, new baby, who dis? Yeah. And uh, yeah. so I'm, I've already got an episode in the can. I'm probably going to break up into three parts. It's a Toddcast. How long is it? It's, a, oh, it's an hour and a half long. Okay. So I'll probably break it up into three parts. Yeah. What is that? That'd be three episodes a half hour. Yeah. Because um, when Todd and I do an interview, um, it's 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 uh, kind of a, it's a, a rangy entrepreneurial, rangy entrepreneurial. Yeah. It touches on fatherhood and yeah. and I like to podcast on skateboarding and motorcycling. I've got I've got a life story guest coming up. Yeah, I do. That's uh, yeah. JB. Yeah. Um, got a life story guest coming up. That's not scheduled because that would be too on purpose. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, easy. A, easy, Lou. Easy. It's too highbrow. <laughs> it's, it's, that's We're highbrow. one Google calendar away from fame, dude. No. No. <laughs> it burns me. We, we podcast. I podcast because I have things that if I don't say them, I'm not going to sleep as well. And that's that's why I'm out here contending. Yes. In the available to the public, O sphere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, not not very public because nobody knows it's here, <laughs> but available to the public, O sphere. Yeah. Um, that skateboarding is a good lens to begin a deeper exploration mm. of what life is even about. And that skateboarding is a great community to speak to because just by beginning to put gears together on, hey, you know, I, I think it's, uh, is it Solomon or the prophets who oh. ask the age old question, why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> why? How, how could something like skateboarding become so dreadfully important to so many, mostly men? Yeah, I'm telling Um, you, dude. You know, and what, where, where is Jordan Peterson when you need him? Dude, he's talked about skateboarding. Yeah, he has. It's actually fascinating. Um, 
a lot is made about the perseverance and the this and the that and the other. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a street skateboarder the other day. Great conversation. Yes, I do get along with some people. Um, <laughs> Just some people. <laughs> I've become accustomed to being like really controversial and kind of yeah, hated. Sure. Which it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's fine until you can't go to the skate park and be safe. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that's less fine, but at the same time, that's fine too. That's also fine. It is also fine. I, I am, I can accept that as the cost of doing business as a free human soul speaking freely about public things i can i can take that yeah but anyway go ahead we were talking and uh we were talking about these things like the jordan petersons yeah, yeah. and the, who's the comic in the car with coffee oh. jerry um seinfeld yeah and he was in a car and he was talking about how, you know, the skateboard kids are going to be okay, you know, because they fall down, they get up, they fall down, they try, they try, they try, and then they get it and they all celebrate. And that is actually one of the sweetest things about skateboarding. It's very cool. The bro yeah. the high five, the bro hugs, the celebrations, that seems very sweet. But I will continue to point out a relatively sinister undertone. Go ahead. Are you familiar with where I'm going with that? I'm, I'm pretty, I mean, it's like one of three options. I don't it's, know which one you're going to pick. Why don't you guess? <laughs> Give it a shot, bro. Well, Come on, Steely well, This is one of your, your last podcasts. Yeah, here, let me guess. <laughs> let, me, let me guess. One was going to be a uh, sinister undertone of strip mining of young people. That's good. Or, Talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, so strip. <laughs> The strip mining of talent by sponsors. By sponsors, yeah. Right. Feeling feeling pressure to break yourself off repeatedly for the sake of what you thought was going to be fandom and money, which is actually like relative, like mediocre fandom, like a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and not a whole lot of money Solid. actually. You know? Solid. So <laughs> you've got the one at one part of the sinister <clears throat> undertone. You know, all these guys are fairly fairly rose colored glasses about skateboarding because right. they say you learn basically you learn toughness, perseverance. Mm -hmm. You know. Right. Um yeah. It's you true. Do. You it do. Is true. Yeah. You do. So the toughness, I'm gonna just put toughness. Yeah. Um, which is a very input if you're gonna be dumb you got gotta to be, be tough, tough. <laughs> yeah, right? Right, yeah. and um and so the toughness and i think we'll we'll add perseverance to the list sure um, yeah because perseverance is a good character quality hmm. um if it's okay so you talked about the fame thing Fa yeah. uh, fame and money fame and money so what i do is i turn the s in fame to a dollar a dollar sign Ooh. except there is no I was like, hold on. I was like, oh, that's nice. And then I was the, like, hold on. <laughs> the, S, the S is silent. The S is silent. Fame. Yeah. So, um, fame so and money. The, the fame one is is the sinister undertones. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm and I actually just Go after ahead. podcasting with me for this long, uh -huh. you're just you know I you know my brain. Yeah. And then um, the. Uh, what else is there? The in there? prolific abuse of drugs and alcohol. So, like, some guy lands a massive trick down a massive thing, but the reason he's not broke off is because he's still hungover from the night before or actively drunk. I would mm -hmm. put party culture, yeah, but party instead culture. I wrote a culture of sexual abuse and drugs. drugs. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's uh, fine. Essay and substance abuse, which also spells essay. Yeah. Yeah. You've got. 
you've got it. Okay, so now you're getting, now we're really getting somewhere. Because right. um, what I pointed out to the younger younger ripper, straight ripper. Yeah. Um, amazing, like, video parts guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, king of battles. Yeah. Like, literally has had filmers snap his board just to stop him throwing himself down stuff oh my god head injuries blood oh. everywhere this guy is a this guy is don't a savage, do it yeah right with a with a and i have a certain kind of respect my respect is tempered by my care by by <laughs> i'm like craig from parks and rec <laughs> Donna so asks intense. him. Donna asks him, "Like, do you have some sort of a condition yeah. that you have not taken your medicine for, or have taken way too much of it for?" And yeah. he said, "He said my only condition is is called caring, caring too much. much. Yeah, he's and like it's yelling. incurable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. that's me. Yeah, I saw that clip yeah. this morning. Yeah, it's so when good. I woke up this morning, I was going through this. I was uh, what doom scrolling. Yeah, doom scrolling. And classic. classic. Yeah. So all right. So." Here's where I'm at. I'm like, I think the toughness and perseverance and, and all of the other associated elements mm -hmm. are good to develop. It's true. But they're like, it's like, a. but what direction are they pointed in? Well, it's funny to me because, you know, you can say, oh, these guys are tough because they're throwing themselves down a handrail. Yeah, that takes whatever. toughness. But I'll be damned if somebody has to, you know, make a phone call to get a doctor's appointment or like figure out some sort of child support thing or, you know, do any sort of adult responsibility. And that toughness seems to kind of melt away, you know? Very interesting. That's a really good observation. <sighs> um, yeah. Because all of a sudden the tough, the toughness melts away. Yeah. So right. the toughness is definitely present right. when there are bro hugs, right? When there are high fives and when there are clips that are going to get applause and kudos. Yeah. And like that and my observation is that largely um s skateboarding which i do and enjoy mm -hmm. and i'm looking forward to do it's december 16th i know it's like 50 it's degrees. 50 degrees this Sunshine, is what yeah. it's like in cincinnati i like it everybody wants to gripe about late fall and winter we only have winter january and february here no, we really bad. do um, we have 20 degree 25 degrees in the morning 55 degrees in the afternoon for a good grip of the year yeah. that's late february march yeah it's 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 a really cool place to live um don't tell anyone because, <laughs> yeah, do not whatever you do yeah but because uh they'll turn it into la and, and san francisco and austin um and austin texas <laughs> yeah okay. and soon to be nashville oh yeah you do. Nashville yeah actually is, nashville's nashville on the way is, ugh, yeah. and so uh, <laughs> Nashville's been grimy for a while. Yeah. I got to tell you, man, anywhere where people are getting famous and making a whole lot of money for doing stuff that uh, everyone ought to be doing. Everyone should be writing songs. Everyone should be playing music. Everyone should be making art. Hmm. Um, the creation and creativity of those things really ought to belong to everyone. It's something America has lost. True. We, uh, it's, it's true that there are people who are great at something and it's fine to acknowledge that and affirm it with our attention. That's fine. Um, but like, we've made it r so rare by making it so special. Sure. By putting it on a pedestal, we've also distanced it from our lives. Right. So the creation of art, the creation of music, 
the performance of music. Like we don't perform music. Um, we consume music, we consume art. And that's a very artificial and superficial culture. And mm. honestly, I think it has sinister undertones. Uh, there he is. Yes. <laughs> there he is. Sinister undertones. Let me guess, Lou. Sinister undertones? Yes. Sinister <laughs> undertones. That's right. So, um, and, you know, that's why the 35 to 50 listeners who do listen come here. They, they love to enjoy a little bit of discourse on but i own i'm not only pointing out sinister <clears throat> undertones and and the dark capitalism upon those things true here's the thing toughness and perseverance learned in skateboarding outsiders look at that and they say well that's a good thing yeah but it's only good when it's pointed in a direction that is superficial no it's good when it's pointed in a direction that is um let me mm -hmm. yes you learn toughness and perseverance but you learned it so that you would be included yeah. and approved of by peers yeah and superiors in a culture who are largely kind of not great Do you see what I'm saying? No, I do. It's just like an indictment of an entire culture. I like it. It is. An, it's an <laughs> indictment of the, of the larger body of skateboarding participants. Yeah. You've got a problem. Yeah. And the problem is, um, okay, you know, you, you, you did that down a, like a 10 set, 11 set, 14 set. These are, these are big. Yeah. You know, right. Hollywood 16. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ugh. why? What's your why? I was driven by shame. It's a hell of a drug. Shame is a hell of a drug. See, <laughs> the thing is, like, you're right. Oh, it's 100% right, It's dude. so strange because pride is a coin. Mm -hmm. And on the one side is glory and on the other side is shame. Yeah. And what an ephemeral, passing, temporary glory it is to do a trick. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, here's your skateboard, your rolly toy you know and um riding it at all is a trick yeah it really is oh, yeah. um but the disqualification of just you know just riding the thing and the, oh that yeah well that you know he can't skate i'm like what are you talking about he can't skate he's on his board I right now just saw him riding his board and he went all the way around the thing I mean, he went around the thing and then he came back. <laughs> He's back now. He what even, do you mean? And he didn't even put his foot down. <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? You can't skate. Uh, you yes. know? Like, what? It, what it, He's not a real skateboarder. Um, really quick. <laughs> okay. If you're a skateboarder at all, you're not real. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what is this real skateboarder <clears throat> thing? Uh, in the, uh, but the thing is, there are people who deeply believe in this. Sure. Even though they don't know what it is in which they deeply believe. Yeah. It's been an unquestioned like edifice. Yeah. That is unexplored because the exploration of it exposes that it's Swiss cheese, man. It's in China, 
they pour this concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't have enough lime in it or whatever. It doesn't have enough of whatever in it, and they call it tofu dreg. Yeah. So the dregs of tofu are the leftovers when you make tofu. Ooh, yeah. And you can just put your finger right through this concrete. Yeah, it's bad. There's a lot of video yeah, coming yeah. out. China's trying to stop it from coming over. They built entire skyscraper, like yeah, huge, yeah. entire cities right. of this concrete that five, ten years later, you can just put your finger through the foundation. Yeah, rough. And they're condemned. Yeah. And completely uninhabited ghost cities. Yeah. Uh, that's what... That's what the intellectual, mental edifice of skateboarding is. Sure. Like you go into the core shop with the cool guys. That cool guy culture, that elite skateboarding core. Right. The skate jocks who, they they <clears throat> no longer can gatekeep like they used to. Yeah. Well, you know, the tide has risen and their chicken wire barriers for keeping <laughs> out the kooks have right. been inundated by a tsunami of right. kind of fun yeah right. <laughs> you know so right you know but but if they could regulate if they could turn back time if they could find a way that's share lyrics, yeah yeah right? i was like hold on <laughs> right. hold on yeah they'd take back those words no they would multiply the words that hurt you <laughs> <laughs> and you would not be allowed to stay i just if they could reach the stars stop dude, they stop. would give none of them to you stop dude. <laughs> all right Siri, what song is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, the, the, they, they've, they've, you know, like you say they've lost the, but the problem is I don't want them to be lost. Yeah, me neither. To the sinister, to the consequences of long-term sinister undertones. Yeah. In, a, in a, an emotional, mental edifice of thinking that really they haven't explored. I want to, I want to offer some thought to the, uh, oh, spheres. Yeah that will help them think this through because what it comes down to what Seinfeld and Chris Rock and uh, Jordan, Jordan Peterson yes. and you know, they're saying is a good thing is only a good thing when it is directed in a, you know, in a constructive way. Correct. Agreed. And you know, you're mentioning like, yeah, they have all this toughness and everything, but as soon as it's time to like, raise a child yeah or maintain a healthy relationship or right or um not just get a job but to develop to develop a skill yeah, and right. career to explore vocation yeah. which is a that's comes from a latin term that means calling hmm. you know or to deal with what happens after we die sure you know that's a big deal that's a big question and it's a highly neglect because everyone dies and they're dead for the rest of their time you know what I mean? Yeah. No, and that's a lot longer time than they're alive. Yeah. And the exploration of these things, because skateboarding is, it's uh, been cultivated in a way that helps you ignore these things. Yep. It's kind of messed up. Yeah, I, I rarely... It's a messed up culture, bro. I'm trying to think of a of a example of a person that I've met that has taken the toughness and perseverance that they've gained through skateboarding and applied it into other areas of their life in a meaningful way and like someone that skateboarding did not retard <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i'm sure that there are examples i can't think of one right now he's sure that there are examples and he can't think of one right now exactly because they are actually 
few and far between. There are a lot of people who claim that skateboarding developed their drive and their, I don't know, acumen. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm not buying it. Acupuncture. I'm not buying it. I think that their own drive and their own their own discipline drove their skateboarding into excellence. And probably it was a similar drive. Yeah. And gifting. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of gifting present. In, yeah. Some people are more gifted in some ways than others. Is this okay? I'm not making an argument for. I'm not making an that. argument for two genders right now. <laughs> yeah, and but, right here. But <laughs> but but I am arguing that hey, some people have higher aptitudes for yeah. the physical arts. Something about a cerebellum. Yeah. Something about inner ear function. Sure. Yeah. You know. There's a form of memory. Do you know about this? The cerebellum and the memory? No. What is this? It's a memory of our body's position. Oh. And a person, it's memory that translates into predictive process. And people who are able to do multiple flips and stuff have either developed or they have better connections in their cerebellum, which is our movement center. I've been trying to figure out. And they actually are using memory and prediction yeah. To plan that. When I do a flip, yeah. the funniest thing happens to me. You lose the ground? I lose everything. Yeah, you don't even know what's up, what's down. I have never been here before. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, like I just mid turn into, flip, like, huh. I turn into, yeah. I'm, I'm like, uh, when I was young, I went out for the tumbling team mm-hmm. at my college because <clears throat> I could jump. I could do spinning kicks. Yeah, sure. I was yeah, flexible. Yeah, yeah. Right. And um, I had no idea how these guys were doing it. And I started trying to learn backflip. Yeah. And I was like, nope, I'm done. Peace out. Yeah. Because just, yeah. that, whatever that development of that part of the brain is. Yeah. Nope. Dude, that's I don't have that yet. so interesting. It can be developed. Well, but I, at what cost? At what I didn't price? have a why. Yeah, you didn't have a why. I didn't have there a why. There have been instances skating with other people when I'll do something, maybe that's a little bit on the edge of sketchy or something, and I get away with it, and they'll say something like, how did you do that? And I, the only definition that, or the only reason I can give is, I don't know. I just could feel it. I could feel, I could, I knew that things were going to be in the area that they were going to be in and that the timing was correct. And I wonder if that's connected in some way. Right. That's pretty cool. I just, it is science. There's more, but, but what about the ungifted? I've always been arguing, you know, like we're really, really think, uh, we have a lot to say about a lot of things, especially (laughs) about sexual abuse and, getting kids involved in drugs. Yeah. These, are, uh, these are not skateboarding, but they are a strong part of shop cultures and a strong part of the progenitors yeah. culture. Um, but this simple issue in skateboarding of the ungifted, the role of the ungifted in sure. skateboarding, yeah. people who are, who are low aptitude, I am a low aptitude skateboarder, sure. but I come from 1987 where doing a Smith grind was a really good move. Turns out they are epic. They're freaking sick. They're dude. just, yeah. just throwing a Smith oh, grind yeah. all the way across something. Oh. is just a great moment. Yes. So I'm glad that yeah. I come from a time and I've stayed in a time where there are these like, they're, they're quintessential yeah. kinetic expressions, you know. But what is a Smith grind? It's surfing. It's it's smack the lip. Yeah. 
<laughs> and get pitted. Yeah, right. Yeah. So pitted. Yeah, right. That's what's happening with me on a skateboard. Freaking sick. And as I grow older and, you know, I the rise and fall of my physicality is is something that I'm, you know, we all deal with. I'm having a great time dealing with the emerging limitations of older age. Sure. Because I never assigned value in my skateboarding mm -hmm. my whole life. I never assigned value to the personal value to the achievement of tricks. And there are a whole bunch of things I just don't want to do. Not, they're not worth it. I don't have a why that would drive me to, to get into the handrail game. Did you... How do I want to ask this question? It feels important. You didn't have a why to learn how to do super gnarly tricks. I never needed. You ne never needed. I never it. needed my bros. Yeah. Uh, any bro mm -hmm. who wouldn't own me as a, as a guy, as a skateboarder friend. Yeah. Okay. Just because I don't flip my board. Yeah. They failed my test. Right. I, I'm a pot that has a bottom and I stand on it. Did you, you know, because I feel very similarly, but I like, like when I go to the skate park, I like trying stuff that I haven't done before. I like challenging myself. That is a part of what makes skateboarding fun for and me. And that's lovely. Yeah. That's, I'm not placing. Do you have that? No, I'm not placing a value judgment on personal, personal progression. Yeah, right. Preferences. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do not, uh, I do not value progression in my skateboarding. Sure. I have a different word. Uh, the word is development. Sure. I love development in my skateboarding. For example, for years, I just never did bonelesses. Yeah. I didn't like bonelesses when I was a kid because I wanted to be able to ollie over a shopping cart laid on its side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Without a, without a bump, Amen. you know, right. that was where it was at. And I wanted to have big ollies. Mm -hmm. And so my friends who did bonelesses also didn't do them well. Yeah. Like I had a lot of friends who did bonelesses and they really didn't do them well. I had a friend, he was a formative skateboarding friend and he did these, like they were Ollie finger flips. They were all he wanted to do and they were all he tried all the time were Ollie finger flips. Tough. Yeah. He would reach down with his hand and he would pop the tail of his board, flip the board and, and try to land on it. And sure. he, sure enough, mm -hmm. He got finger flips, but the entire time that he, I was 13, yeah. 12, 13 at the time. And I, the entire time he was doing finger flips, I was trying to ollie to 50, 50 stall on yeah. taller and taller yeah. things. Heck yeah. I was obsessed with 50, 50 stalls. Mm -hmm. He was obsessed with finger flips. We skated every day in, in uh, the beginning. We were, they moved to the highest level of junior high. We were seventh graders yeah. or uh, ninth graders. 13, ninth grade. Yeah. They moved us to the high school. Yeah. Eighth graders. We eighth were grade eighth grade moved to the high school. Yeah. I got to figure that out. I can't remember. But we were the youngest in a four years of high school, ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th. We were yes. ninth graders. And afterwards, we'd go to the pizza place mm -hmm. after school. And we'd catch the late bus home Heck yeah. and have an hour and a half or so of skating. Heck yeah. And, um, and he also was obsessed with rail slides okay and i wanted to grind yeah i wanted to grind my trucks yeah. there was no wax we didn't even know right about wax <laughs> and we and we had we had a great time together we were just different that's yeah. something i loved about it absolutely that 
the, that choice of progression or mm -hmm. development, and I'm always like, whatever I do on my skateboard, I want it to come out of something else that I liked doing on my skateboard. Okay. So I try to follow the way of what I'm already doing into the thing I'll do next. Sure. And like that. that's given me over the years, you know, it's, it's low risk, it's slow development, mm -hmm. it's low ambition. Sure. But it is it means every single thing I'm doing on my skateboard is not fearful. Yeah. I don't have to stop a lot. Yeah. Very yeah. <laughs> like Smith grinds, right? Yeah. Then I started doing Smith stall to tail. Then I, then uh, you start doing um 50 grind to yeah. tail. Yeah. You, you know, just like adding yeah. something into something. And I used to do reverts too. I would go 50 oh. grind to tail. Maybe I'd get an inch or two of tail front slide. Side reverb? Front side. Okay. To a to a uh, front side reverb reverb, down, yeah. the, down the thing. You're Back not side like... reverts are always too scary for me. That's... I never liked swinging my shoulders and hips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blind side, open side. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, but I, um, but I had kids. True. So I'm just I'm not gonna skate enough. Yeah to develop every single thing, especially without a good um, athletic gifting. I don't sure. have, I don't, I have a, a sufficient athletic gifting to be able to learn just about anything, but I have to work a lot harder yeah. on like reverts both ways, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always do open side reverts, you know? Yeah. Front, front side. side. Yeah. Backside reverts. Can I do them? Yes, I can. Yeah. I could go out and I could, I could start learning them today. But I don't want to, sure, because I'm gonna fall a whole bunch of times, and I'm, you know, I I have people that depend on me, right, and I don't I don't want to have that trick, yeah, more than I want to just do tricks I already know, sure. This makes me a bad person. <laughs> wow, dude, you know, what the no, this makes me like the worst guy in Cincinnati because oh. I'm actually contending on behalf of so many people who. I'm in your face right now. If you are a high achievement skateboarder, um, I'm telling you that you should sort out your whys. Now yeah. you're describing a very common good. I like to make up stuff on my board. Yeah. I like to try things. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I tell you, man, if you, if you can't live with yourself, Oh, yeah. You know what I no, mean? No, no. That if is way you, more important. If you are miserable and, okay, here's a public warning. Okay. If you also are making everyone else miserable. Yeah. If you're yeah. gassing that out, you're going to experience some, <laughs> some pushback. Good-natured ribbing yeah. from old Lou. Yeah. And that's, that's just a fact of the matter because being a slave isn't as good as being free. And when you are riding your skateboard, if you're exhibiting slavery vibes, slave to the approval of other people, slave to people thinking you did a great job, you know, if that's where it's at for you, you have a problem. It's true. I think it's true. It's my opinion. Well, just, I, yeah, you know. no, absolutely. I, it's funny because, like, I like going to the skate park and doing stuff that I already know how to do because I do stuff that I think is fun. Then I kind of hit a point where I start to feel a little bit bored. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I want to try something new and maybe something a little bit hard that I've never done before. Mm -hmm. And that's exhilarating to me. The, the challenge is exhilarating. 
But thankfully, especially as a Christian, and especially as I've matured as a human being on the planet, just realizing this is important inside of this domain, mm -hmm. and this domain is unimportant. You know what I mean? Boy, like, oh boy. you know, like this has no, this this represents no real value on who I am as a person or my life. At the same, but because it's in this place, I can challenge myself and either do or not do whatever it is that I want to do. And yeah. if I do it, that's super fun. And if I don't do it, then the challenge of trying something new was really fun, you know? And yeah. there's a lot of freedom there. I really enjoy that. <clears throat> I really do. But I get bored easy. I'm a little bit like ADHD yeah. on my skateboard, you know? I'm like, okay. They'll front side freaking scratchers on like maybe a little noping piece. Hard to get bored of that. Or like that, the back of that bank top jersey wall uh, uh, oh, yeah. bowl corner oh, cup. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, at uh, Batesville. Oh yeah, that thing is a freaking see like treat. I, I'm a, it's a delicacy. I'm not saying that the kind of skateboarder I am is superior to other kinds of skateboarders. <laughs> okay, that's one of the one of the things. <laughs> yeah. How how however however <laughs> to be fair to but to be fair <laughs> it I is. I am <laughs> saying that there are some sinister undertones <laughs> to. To yeah. the idea of achievement yes. on skateboards, agree. And I think that it, I think it's important that we be critical thinkers. Yeah. As as we are individuals, I'm talking to like kids on YouTube. Yeah. Like kids on YouTube, like kid, if there's something you're afraid to try, it's probably because part of you knows that you're going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. So you, you may not be a kid who, you might be moving too fast. You might be too swept up in what your friends think mm -hmm. to make a really good judgment. But the higher risk isn't that you're going to break a bone. The higher risk is that you're going to ingrain a pattern of taking risks and developing toughness all in the interest of pleasing the people around you. Correct. That is... That that's the the sinister undertone is the development of an entrenched mentality of serving the pleasure and approval of people around you. That is something that skateboarding has really built in to a lot of people. Agreed. It's well, it's sinister, <laughs> and it's it, it's, and it's under even more sinister because it's an undertone <laughs> it's always ringing in the background like that yeah. you know like yeah the, the explosion call. goes yeah, off like, and you in the background yeah, right. and your ears are ringing it's always there yeah and it it leads to terrible Stop, things dude. leads to things like this head tranches you don't want a head tranche <laughs> yeah, dude. you become a youtuber and you put the headphones on just 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 so you can be cool and you wind up with a head that looks like that a head trench dude that would people would have to go way back in the episodes to catch that oh yeah that was in it's todd fun. bean days yeah it was a glory days that's true so, it is there are sinister undertones and i, I like and i'm against them i know and i'm, I'm against, against them, it and i appreciate it and i am too i like the distinction of the nuances that we're talking about because again toughness and perseverance it's not that these things are bad it's not that wanting to be better and better at your skateboarding is bad that's not what we're saying we're saying the direction hey watch where you point that thing 
just watch where you point that thing because yeah. these things are really important. And you can kind of put your life on the rocks over long periods of time kind you of accidentally. Know it. Yeah, you, you almost wouldn't, wouldn't even, even know, know it. it. It's right. like a frog in a pot. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're 26 years old and you committed a felony oh. because because you learned to care more about what people think of you yeah. than you care about what's right or wrong. Yes. And the learning of how to distinguish between what's important and not important yeah. Yeah. is retarded by devotion to bro hugs. Yes. Um, it's tough. But yeah. you know what? Life is tough. Yeah. And it's um it's kind of funny. I, I'd be happier with skateboarding if it was a little less like giving a guy glory for jumping down a thing when there's like a wall at the bottom and they're not even going oh, anywhere. I'm no, saying it. The dude, signs were there. The signs were there. It's going no land into a power slide into the wall. Break, yeah. break your toe. Break your toe, yeah. the glass shatters of the door, the corporate headquarters you're yeah, at. But, you have you to know, run. In your, you get the, all those cheers at the premiere, the right. video premiere. The freaking premiere. I don't. I think that's over with already. I, I don't know, dude. With YouTube and everything, and like, I'm really tracking. A guy just did, um, just did a 20 minute video mm -hmm. on Cater Silla. Oh, how was it? Yeah, he basically brought up some 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 points about like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's descriptive, my guy. He brought yeah. up some of like, those wow. points that are like, wow. Whoa, wow. Not That's so funny. Not sure that this is uncritically, uh, you know, like he he was a little bit, you know, he was, a, he was a skater and he was in that lane. I think that skateboarding as a people mm. has an entrenched tolerance at best for a culture that really allows a pretty good volume to these sinister undertones of caring more about what other people think and say about you than about what kind of person you're actually becoming. Yeah. And there's a lot of compensation available to people who will sell out their own character to the back clapping, glad handing, yeah. high fives and bro hugs and film clips that are seriously not doing you any good in your real life and it's a it's a good thing to think about you know just like it's a good thing to think about the way that we all die sure and you know so uh i don't know why my character or personality were so when i was a little when i was young yeah. i was just as dumb as anyone else Okay. And I did a ton of stupid, stupid stuff, just like any growing young man sure. does. Um, really, I was, you know, I was no different from anyone else ex except in skateboarding from like day. Maybe it's because I did my first almost year of six months, nine months of skateboarding mm -hmm. alone. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Sure. That I, that I rode my skateboard and learned how it worked all driven by what I was discovering on my own. Sure. That was just blacktop and asphalt curbs. Dude. And, you know. Yeah. I think Monk that. style. That, that and it was. It was yeah. like a monastic thing. I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I was an isolated kid. I lived 20 minutes outside the urban, suburban mm -hmm. areas. Yeah. I lived, you know, kind of in the sticks. And. 
Um, so I, maybe that's uh, a part of it. Oh, dude, I got a question. Yeah. When was the first time you actually went to a skate park? Because there weren't skate parks in your area, I'm sure, in 1985 or whatever. I went to a skate park in, I can't remember the name of the town, it was in New York. It had a vert ramp. Okay. And then it had, like, around the edges, some garbage obstacles. Okay. So it was one of them. And I was I was completely, I didn't drop in on the vert ramp or nothing. You were, like, unimpressed? No. Um, actually, fun fact, mm. I have one strong memory. Besides being cold. Yeah. And being pretty miserable. It yeah. was a very aggressive environment. Yeah. I was young. Yeah. Maybe 14. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a whole bunch of guys on the vert ramp yeah. in, like, tough skin jeans. Okay. Like, just, like, really not in... Kind of lurkers. The, not in the, the street fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And knee pads. Okay. And this one guy, he was skinny, he was wearing jeans, and... I was watching him, and he never did airs because all the other guys were doing airs and bailing, yeah, airs yeah, and yeah. bailing, airs sure. and bailing. This guy was doing Smith grinds all the way across the thing, oh. and it was like every time all my memories of looking at that vert ramp, this guy was hitting the lip, yeah, locking in, and just riding that Smith grind across. So it. sick. He was he was not doing flip tricks yeah. on a lip that hadn't been done yet. Yeah, that was in the early '90s, and this was in the mid '80s. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. It's like 86, yeah. 87. Um, and uh, I remember thinking, um, I want to ollie over garbage cans. So that's not my thing. Sure. But it sure caught my eye. And it it was pretty cool. Maybe informed your love of the frontside Smith grind. Maybe. Long term. Maybe. Um, Dude, that's sick. It, it, it's, a, it's a memory. But that was the first. Another time was at 13... Um, I went to a skate competition across the border in Connecticut. Okay. And I'll remember the name of the town sometime. But I went to this comp in Connecticut, and it was miserable. <laughs> it was I miserable. Was miserable. It was miserable. I, I, there, I was not. <clears throat> that was when guys who won the competition did flat ground kickflips where the tail you know rocket style yeah, 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 yeah you know right and if a guy would do two of those in a run he would win because oh my it was gosh. a kickflip yeah um and guys who could ollie over like your mom and them yeah were losing to guys who <laughs> were doing a kickflip your mom and them. i and i i watched a few runs and then my friends and i just played around with our skateboards outside nice you know we just weren't that level we were the little brothers of the people who were establishing levels in new york sure and then um that was one. And then I went to a competition in Middletown, New York one time and drove all, I rode all the way out to Middletown. My, the guy who drove me out, mm -hmm. he had a uh, Malibu station wagon with okay. a big old V8 in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite a sporty yeah. family vehicle. A sporty family vehicle. They called it the um, Hellwagon 2000. The Hellwagon Skatemobile. 2000. Hellwagon 2000 Skatemobile. There he is. And when he drove... Yeah. That. His dad was a state cop. Okay. So he knew all the tricks. And yeah. back then, he, uh, in order, he drove a hundred all the time. Oh my gosh, which, dude. Which, that was super fast. Dude, right? so fast, yeah. So you know how he avoided the cops? Huh. Binoculars. 
He would have a. He had binoculars, oh and he would use gosh, binoculars dude. to see where the cops were, bro. So he could slow down. That's such a bad <laughs> idea, dude. He, he had the mother load of <clears throat> bad ideas, and sadly, he died of a drug overdose. No. Very sad. He was a, an amazing creative and a person who I valued as a friend. Um, I broke the bro code and dated someone that he liked. Oh, and it was dude. the end of our friend. And and then I became a Christian. And when I became a Christian, that made, that worse. made everything weird. Yeah, right. Um, but making things weird is what I do now. It's, it's, it's so what I do. It's part of it. So dude, that's insane. First skate parks were those. Yeah, okay. But the first time I skated a skate, park, yeah, like actually like skated a an skate actual park. concrete yeah, skate yeah, yeah. park. Yeah. Also, there was a pool. Okay. It was named Pulaski Pool. Okay. It wasn't the famous Pulaski Pool. It was in New York, in Poughkeepsie, New York. Mm -hmm. I skated the shallow end of Pulaski. There was ice in the bottom okay. of the deep end. Great. And still, yeah. the heavy hitter that we had with us, he was still carving around that ice and getting an ollie air what? on the wall. Dude, good for and him. And that That's thing crazy. had like six feet of vert. Oh, my gosh. And guys would hit the lip in that pool. It was That's just nuts. not built yeah. for skateboarders. Holy so. moly. It wasn't until I moved to Ohio. What? That no. Were, yeah, in 2000. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, uh, was like no, after college? No, no. You know, I lived in Florida. I skated street in Florida. I skated some ramps in Florida. I didn't skate in there. When Oh, when I lived in Kentucky before that, yeah. I ran a skate park. I was the the I was the helmet police at a YMCA skate park. That's hilarious. In Owensboro, Kentucky. I did not know that. Wow. You were the That's helmet right. police. I was dude. the guy who you ran were the, the Gestapo, shack. Dude. I ran Seriously? the shack. Yeah, yeah. for six Bro. months or three months or something. Okay. I did that at the YMCA. Wow. Uh, Florida before that, then the YMCA in in Owensboro, then when I moved to Ohio, but. Uh, and in Kentucky before that, did I skate skate parks? No, I skated street. Dude, so what you're telling me, this street. entire time you've been an OG street skater? I mean. Yes. The answer I, is yes. Mini ramps. You bastard. Yeah, anytime I can find a mini ramp. <clears throat> yeah. I, I always loved mini ramps. Yeah, those things are freaking um, sick, though. I like them because you don't have to push. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you they're know? many. They're smaller. And they're small. Yeah. And so fun. I can fall off of a mini ramp, even if I fall off the ramp entirely. I'm okay. Yeah. You know? Amen. Um, I, I don't want to jump down it if I can't jump up it. Oh, all right. It's a good rule. That's not pretty if good If I can't rule, jump, I can jump up it, high. I'm not jumping down it. Well, don't jump as high. Don't jump as high. It's stop, on you. Stop jumping so high. <laughs> Got to lowball it, bro. Yeah. Dude, that's so fascinating because all of my skate career has been, I mean, the first time I really went to a skate park was a concrete skate park. Was that with me? Uh, the first skate park, yeah, as a skateboarder, yeah, was with you up to Centerville. Centerville? I remember and that. You were on a cruiser. I was on a cruiser. I and, stuck you on a cruiser. I said, go around the outside. Yeah, and I did. That's what I did. I, I had said, a great go, time. Go around the outside and just watch everybody and, and enjoy it. West Down, frontside 50-50, the deep end of the pool, and they were like 800 blocks. I was like, oh, okay. So Wes grew up with, he had a ramp in his backyard, and then he had a ramp next to the ramp in his backyard. So that's yes. two. And then he had the mini ramp craziest tiny ramp yes like so many mini yeah in his basement in his basement and he could shred it with huge vert walls on and, and stuff and a it, spine ramp it wasn't even 18 inches high. yeah it was like so small it was like, it was like a foot high dude it was crazy and he could actually pump it and get up on the wall ride dude massive and rip wall it rides. And, yeah. and chink chinks and, oh yeah and uh 
like uh, he would do uh, blunts. Yeah. On something that on the, the trans from the from the <laughs> from the coping to the flat bottom. Yeah. Wasn't even his wheelbase. Yeah, it was and insane. He could pop dude. a pop a blunt and then off like, of that back safety. to flat. <laughs> dude, it was insane, yeah. dude. Yeah. He was he was he was a ripper. And he grew up. He went to the Louisville skate park all the, the OG, time. The OG, the OG Louisville. OG, skate park. and he. His dad made sure that he had the opportunity to grow those skills from the time he was little. Oh, yeah. And um, he could just handle the gnarliest stuff. Business. He, he had friends who were more high amplitude and went on to, like, like pretty good sponsorships. Yeah. Um, but Weston was in the, in the small game. Yeah. Like, what he could do on the lip of something. Yes. Was, uh, was mind-blowing. He still um, goes down in history as one of the... I mean, he's such a he. The tricks that he could do were so amazing. And the I, way he did them, and the way he did them and, was really beautiful. You know, he had a foot injury, a terrible foot injury. He, yeah, he his foot was blown up by explosives. Yes, um, accidentally, and and, um, and he lost the front half of his front foot. Yeah, and still kick flipped. Still kick flipped. Actually, yeah. he didn't like the prosthetics, so he stuffed socks in the front of his shoe. Yeah, and he. He still kick flipped. So not. Did he lose his big toe? He lost all of them. Wow. So basically, his foot looked like a fist. Yeah, like a fist. Yeah. So and they really did a good, good job because they kept his heel, the, the ten, the fascia yep. of the foot yep. actually attached to the calf muscle all the way through. Yep. 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 And they took that big toe fascia and they attached it properly, so he had power. To, oh, that's to sick. use that to, for yeah, balance. to kind of get his nub going. Yeah, uh, good yeah. for them. We dude. love you, Weston, right yeah, now. For real, love these, you dude. right where you are. And so, um, so yeah, so that oh. the skate parks didn't come into play for me really until I was in Ohio. That's and a trip. Then dude. I worked for a company that built them. Yeah, and had uh, had a I had a great time. Would you say that there was that. some I don't know sinister. Undertones. <laughs> there were, there were the, the uh, forever and always the the sinister nature of those undertones presents most mildly <clears throat> in social incompetencies. I saw some at a park opening I went to, where the builder of the park showed up, and you wouldn't have known that he was the guy who built the park. Because he was snaking all the children so oh, hard, dude. He's, he was elbows out. There you go. Like if you, if if you're a park builder and you think this was you, all right. Yeah. First thing I have to say is you're probably wrong. <laughs> you don't know where this park was, and also this it, this is a story that amalgamates from many exposures. I'll tell you a park company where the guys really weren't. Mm -hmm like that yeah um evergreen yeah those guys are evergreen really cool. skate parks really cool. the guys are the crew that i knew yeah. in the hernando mississippi build yeah. years ago yeah eight years ago ten. no yeah um they were so sweet yes uh, but you know other well-known and prolific park builders on the opening day um, you can pretty much tell who they are because you just pick the least friendly, yes. most nonverbal, yes. elbows out, yes. snaking around, yes. you know, like, right. like right. Um, probably a backside disaster, front snakes. Sure. Yeah. Rippers. Yeah. rippers. Absolute yeah. rippers. But you know what's funny is I respect ripping less and less the 
more I journey in skateboarding. Yeah. Um, you know, you rip, you're better than everyone else at the park. Yawn. <laughs> you know, really. Respect the Narlu. Well, because skateboarding better than everyone else actually doesn't make new skateboarders as much as showing care for your culture, showing care for yeah. the people around. I mean, am I? Yeah, is it? I know. Is it too I, too I far? Too, too far, too much, too, too fast. Yeah. yeah. It's it's too soon. It's just too much. 1990 was just around the corner, Lou. Yeah. It's too well, soon. 1990 is like... 20... 30? Th uh, <laughs> mayday, mayday, mayday. 1990. Dude, 30 years ago. 30 years ago, Let it man. die. It catch up with the times yeah, seriously for real we things. don't we don't but the, but it the sinister undertones present even further with like the pro team that comes and does like a demo mm -hmm. but then they're like piss drunk and at the strip club oh. and this was all the time this is what was like almost expected in, right. especially yeah. in the area i live in this is what was expected of yeah and you can still find you know your fred galls and your and but people like that are still looked up to as you know like epic i love the emerging sobriety that you see going on me too but you know it's funny because you built 32 stories out of tofu dregs concrete <laughs> yeah, right. and now you're building with some good solid materials yeah somebody's got to go back down to the yeah. foundations yeah. and go hey though let's repair yeah let's repair these i right. don't think that really now on a building like that one thing they'll do is they'll tear the whole thing down mm -hmm. i'm not into the burn it all down thing i don't think it's possible with skateboarding um, largely however i do hold a strong dose of it's all going to burn that's true i really think it is important for people to look at these things through a lens of recognizing that everything you're handling in this very short life of yours is passing away. Yeah. On just on our side of it, you can see that death yeah. comes ripping. All right. That's a misfit song. It's a great song. All right. Death comes ripping, my guys. Yeah. So really, you, there's, there's got to be a better why. And, and more meaning than these sinister undertones. Let's let's go ahead and listen to what they're saying. They're saying that what people think about you and the acceptance of your peers right. and your skate shop owner and the sponsored cool guys, they're saying that that matters. I would say to you, no, it doesn't. <laughs> and that thinking it matters will really retard you. Yeah. It'll hold you back, it'll slow you down it will it will make you less intelligent in yeah. in life arenas of life that are very important so yeah if, if this reaches you and you're one of those dear ones who have been you mentioned the siren song <laughs> yeah right you know if yeah. the siren song reached you in your youth and you established your sense of what life's about based on the bros and the all their bro hugging and glad, glad handing and right and the attaboys that you get for doing tricks on your skateboard. Um, I would, I would say it's a great idea for you to detox deprogram because that's, um, yeah, that's not a good cult. <laughs> that's not even a good cult. <laughs> You're going to pick so many other good ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So it's true. So that's <sighs> what we had to say today. Um, let's um, let's do our thing. I haven't done it in a long time. What? Did you guys know that this episode of the Captain Lou podcast was brought <sighs> to you by Life Skateboards? I ride for them. Yeah. And I do believe that you also enjoy some inclusion in the sponsorship. I do. Roster. I need. I need to talk to Sam about that. Yeah. You, oh, you're gonna you're gonna dump them. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna jump on Nike dump called. Nike, no, I just Nike didn't. called and just said, "Here's some blanks. Put our sticker on." <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Nike. These aren't blank. These say "Flip Skateboards" on. Well, Lance Mountain puts the Nike <laughs> yeah, sticker. Yeah, there on. you go. There you go. There you go. I just need to call him to make sure we're square on that. He did give me a board last time, and I love riding his boards. Dude, I just don't ride a whole lot, and I need to make sure that you don't feel like you're you don't feel like you're bringing the value. I'm just I don't know that I'm bringing value. <laughs> it's fine. I'm also just interested in keeping my account short with everybody. So if I don't want Sam to expect basically anything from me, I, I, <laughs> I soak life skateboards for decks. Like I absolutely order them two at a time. you like more Sam. Absolutely. More. more. I am like, dude, hook a brother up. Sam. I love the decks. Yeah. They're set from life. They are dude. What I was making. I just got the sickest nine inch popsicle. I know. And I've been every day at work about twelve thirty or one. I go out and I grab my board and I, I just sidewalk surf and street surf and do little rocket ollies over manhole covers down the cul-de-sac and back. And I'll hit the little curb cuts and do a little surf action. And my hip always hurts and my front leg it always feels tight because I sit all day and I don't even care. And it's just the most nice, pleasant thing. Like it's so good to just do that, and on the live skateboard, it's so sick. It is. The nose is glorious. It's big. It just feels amazing. It I'm is. really grateful for Sam. Um, one thing I'd like to say about live skateboards is they are way better. <laughs> They're just superior in, in every way. Yeah, they are better. The only thing that isn't superior about live skateboards is the number of them that they make. Yeah. They're capped at 200 a month right now. The present workshop sure. without a stretch can do 200 a month. That means that 3,000 people nationwide can expect good turnarounds on their orders, but not more than. Sure. And that's really a month. That's a, that's a great Hold business. On. Yeah. Hold on. How, you said 200 you... boards, 200 boards a month is about 3,000 customers a year. I'm oh, sorry. I was a like, hold year. on, the, the math is not a month, sense. a yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That, yeah. That for three thousand American skateboarders who discover this, that they can enjoy life skateboards as long as the club is about three thousand people sure. a year. Yeah. Um, that number drops when people are ordering multiples. You know, but yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. it's not a crazy, and that's like a took a really good living for the guys at life they're not ambitious to grand millions sure they are craft people who want to do craft that's valuable they value the skateboarding community they show that value by producing really great skateboards with really great customer service and the numbers are just much less than um whatever yeah i was i've been disappointed with some of the youtuber engagements with manac skateboards another brand like life okay um love johnny manac um uh i've been disappointed the youtubers don't seem to know what they're dealing with they don't seem to understand 
the value of these of these small craft made boards these are not made with a highly different process to the factory boards out there what they're made with is more attention sure every board gets more attention every yeah. customer gets more attention and the intentions yeah are different as well so if you like if you like intentions to be manifested in good value with high attention to you this is the kind of company you should seek out there are others as well yeah um and uh, i'm super happy having my own workshop where i can resume making boards anytime i want to i choose to enjoy life skateboards because they're everything that i set out to develop and i'm super happy to be able to throw as much love as i can to this this is better it is now every now and then someone will come and write a book about <laughs> how Ugh. well they're really not any but they are yeah they are better and they're better than actually the last guy who wrote a book they're better than far better than the the um brand that you were even talking about before they are they're far better so enjoy that <laughs> enjoy that keeping it spicy for like what it. it's for what it's worth for what it's worth this Luke, is on this, you this is not probably your final one of it, these and it might be we're gonna have you in again but it's if this like, yeah if this were yeah. your final what would you what would you say i don't know That's good this has been good this has been good i've enjoyed it i'm sure i'll be back banging around at some point just prioritizing other things that are more important more pressing right now I wanna, i'm much more interested in being a good man and a godly man and a good husband and a good dad than i am with internet fame so i am pro that yeah yeah all right Love friends thank you uh, for what it's worth cap blue laters